we are live. Good evening, everybody. I uh, welcome you to the grand finale of our Blessing Blockers series. I hope that you've enjoyed this time. Uh, I am so fired up. I'm really going to jump right into it tonight, and it may turn out to be an hour of power but we would be remiss if we didn't take a moment to greet anybody that's visiting with us tonight for the very first time at our Faith Family Church Wednesday night live session. Hello to you. Uh, we are so honored to share the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ with you tonight. This is our Wednesday night Bible study. And, you know, sometimes I may get excited and exhort and encourage and get fired up. But this is going to be a good old fashioned down home Bible study, uh, which we like to do uh, during our midweek service. We always welcome you to come and join with us on a Sunday morning. We are located at the Burks Elementary School, which is right here in Northwest Harris County, very close to Cypress and Katy. Uh, and uh, at 8500 Queenston Boulevard, which is right at the intersection of West Road and Queenston Boulevard. Our service time is 1030 a.m. We would love to welcome you to one of our worship services. Uh, you know, we are a warm and friendly church. We love the word of God. We thank God for the spirit of God. And uh, we believe that you'll enjoy uh, the worship experience at Faith Family Church. So come on out if you have an opportunity. I'll be preaching this Sunday. Uh, very excited about the series that we're in called Understanding Babel. Uh, we're taking communication to the next level in every relationship in life. We're using as a springboard marriage relationships, but it's not just limited to those who are married. Um, the, the tools that God has given us work in every relationship. And so we encourage you to come on out on this Sunday uh, for another uh, session of Understanding Babel. Uh, my birthday is August the 3rd, which is on Tuesday. I'm so looking forward to it. Uh, ran into uh, the Russell family uh, after church on Sunday, and they were like, I thought you turned 40. We went to your 40th birthday party. You said you were holding on to 39. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm holding on to 39. Uh, please let us know that you're watching tonight. Good to see Dolores Randall. She's logged on. Um, I do want to say in advance, so many of you have honored me with the pastoral appreciation seed uh, that has been received all year long. And then uh, many others of you just systematically give to the pastor's love offering. Um, I'm not asking for anything for my birthday, uh, just well wishes and speak a blessing over me. Send me a text message, speak a blessing over me. Um, but I, I do want to take this opportunity for those of you that have done something throughout the year. Uh, those of you that will do something for my birthday. Uh, you know, thank you in advance. Uh, thank you uh, continually for the love that you show. I certainly pastor Faith Family Church with joy and not with grief. Uh, I'm so excited to be uh, a part of the Faith Family and to be your pastor. So let's go ahead and pray. Uh, good to see the Adams family's on. Deborah Clark is on. Please let us know that you're watching, but we're getting ready to dive right into the word of God for tonight. So let's go ahead and bow our heads for a word of prayer. 
Heavenly Father, we thank you for this another opportunity to meditate your word. Your word, O God, is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. We ask that the light of your word will shine bright in our hearts tonight by the Holy Spirit. Give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you. Uh, let the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. We pray that my speech and preaching will not be the enticing words of man's wisdom, but by demonstration of your spirit and of power. Father, we also pray against any satanic or demonic force that would to interrupt the flow of this service, both on the sending side and on the receiving side. Let all that desire to receive a word from you tonight be ministered to to overflowing in the name of Jesus, we give you all praise, all honor, and all glory for that which will be done in our hearts tonight. In Jesus' name, all agree with that prayer said. Come on, let me hear you say it out loud. Amen. Amen. All right, well, let's jump right into it for tonight. Grab your Bibles and open with me for the last time in this series to the book of Ephesians chapter 1 and verse number 3. We are concluding tonight a series which has become an all-time favorite of mine, and it's taken from Ephesians chapter 1 and verse number 3. I'm reading out of the New Living's translation just for this one verse. It says, All praises to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us, has already blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. I am already looking forward to ministering this Blessing Blockers series again. Uh, many years ago, probably over six years ago or about that time, I ministered it and uh, I didn't even go back to look at my notes. The concept uh, has been in my heart that because of what the Word of God says in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3, I am, you are, already blessed with every spiritual blessing possible, but it's in heavenly places. I can't be more blessed than I am right now. But we need that blessing and those blessings manifested in our earthly places. And so through time, uh, I've come to the revelation that there are blessing blockers, things that can, can prevent the manifestation of the blessing from happening in our lives. Um, not only am I excited about ministering this series at some point, maybe a few years in the future, I don't know, whatever the Lord has in mind, I'm looking forward to it because truly this explains so much. It's right where... I live, it's right where you live. Um, I have personally decided to be on the watch for any of these blessing blockers in my life. So although we're concluding the series, I'm going to stay alert and astute to these things that we've learned over the past 13 weeks. From time to time, I'm going to remind myself of this reality. This series, as I said, been based on the revelation that God has already spoken every blessing possible over us in the spirit realm. He has said good things about us individually, 
from before the foundation of the world. I, I was just reminded listening to a message in Isaiah, uh, I believe it's chapter one, verse five. God told the prophet before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. Wow. You know, before conception even took place, God in his infinite wisdom knew and knows each and every one of us and has already spoken before the foundation of the world. Every blessing, every good thing possible about us, over us, concerning us. And it's in that, in those good things that God has spoken over us and about us that enable us to succeed and empower us to prosper. At Faith Family, we've been so excited about the blessing of the Lord over the past months. We've spent all of this year on Wednesday nights studying the blessing of the Lord, and I have been just elated with what we have been discovering. I say those of us who connect, and there's a lot of us online tonight. Good to see Brother Malcolm Prophet on. Um, oh, wow. Esther's on. Nancy Dunn is on. Uh, Jenny, uh, Jenny Reese is on. Praise God. So many. Uh, so good to see so many of you. Um, you know, I say of those of us that gather on Wednesday night, Sunday morning's not enough. I mean, we got to come back and get that midweek fix of the word of God. But I like to say for those of us on Wednesday night, we highly value the blessing. And uh, I know that means a lot to so many. If you will turn also to the book of 2 Peter chapter 1 and look at verse number 3, it talks about, as, talks about God as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us by glory and virtue. Uh, along with Ephesians chapter one, second Peter just gets me so stirred up because according to this verse, God has already given us everything that we'll ever need in life. It's already done. If it pertains to life, he has given it to you already. Does money pertain to life? Oh, oh, oh man. One scripture says money answers all things. Do, do relationships pertain to life? Uh, does physical healing or even mental healing pertain to life? Well, according to this verse, God in his, in his divine power has already given unto you and I everything that we will ever need. Housing, transportation, job, resource, education, equipment, furnishing, you name it, equipment, vehicles, they have already been given unto us through the knowledge of him uh, by his glory and virtue. And so good to see uh, Mikeita on and Karen Sanders. Love you guys. Amen. So I just want to encourage you tonight that it is already done. The only thing that has to happen at this point is for those things that have been given us, the, the blessing that has been spoken over us, for them to manifest in this physical world that we live in. We don't have to pray for it because he's already given it to us. 
but we need those things to manifest in the physical world where we live. Well, this is where blessing blockers come in. God has blessed us undoubtedly. He has given us these things. But a blessing blocker can prevent them from manifestation, uh, can prevent the manifestation of the blessing from showing up by degrees. You know, what do you mean, Pastor Stan, by degrees? Uh, you and I could be walking in certain degrees of the manifestation of God's blessing. We could be at a very, uh, a, a, a very light degree or could we could be in a full manifestation. Where do you get that from? Well, in the book of Romans chapter 15, I know Sister Tammy Jenkins can get fired up about this with me as well, because in Romans 15, verse 29, at one point in not just this series, but in the previous series, in studying the blessing in the Bible, we came to Romans 15, 29, which says, but I know that when I come to you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. Whoo, glory to God. I get, I get so excited because that pulls in several concepts that we have learned over the process of time about the gospel. The gospel is the good news that God spoke to Abraham that if you bless, if you obey me, I will bless you. We know that Jesus came preaching that gospel, preaching to the people to obey God and that he would bless them. And yet Paul tells the people that when he expects that when he comes to them, that he'll be able to come to them, listen, in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel, the fullness of the blessing. I prophesied to you tonight you will see me walk in the full manifestation of the blessing because of my obedience to what God instructs me to do. Uh, as your pastor or one in spiritual authority, uh, God's called me to live as an example to the believer. And I'm prophesying to you, if you hang on with me long enough, year after year, month after month, and week after week, day after day, you will see me walk in the full manifestation of the blessing. I'm on that road right now to the full manifestation. But I don't want you to just get excited about me. I, I want you to prophesy that over yourself. Come on, say it out loud. I shall walk in the fullness of the blessing. Come on, say it out loud. I shall walk in the full manifestation of the blessing of the Lord because of my obedience to what God tells me to do. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So in this course of time, we have identified 13 different blessing blockers. I've given you the list, uh, disobedience, dishonor, and disunity. Uh, I went ahead and moved disunity. We just preached it last week in blessing blocker number 13. We moved it up to number three on the list. And, and these are really are the top three blessing blockers. 
not doing what God instructs you to do, not honoring the Lord with your substance or not esteeming the word of God and disunity are major blessing blockers. You won't walk in the full manifestation of the blessing with any of these three in your life. Uh, the list goes on. Number four is offense. Number five is unforgiveness. Number six is not serving. Number seven is yielding to temptation. Number eight is bad company. Uh, number nine is wrong actions, wrong motives, and lying. Uh, number 10, we said, is uh, not keeping Sabbath. Number 11 is unrighteousness, which was really good. And then I'm going to deal with number 12 and number 13 tonight. And that's pride and selfishness and ignorance. All of these will block God's blessing from fully manifesting. You could be functioning in, at some level or to some degree. But if you want to remove all the stops and walk under the spout where the blessing is poured out, then you want to make sure not any of these 13 things uh, are in your life in one way or another. So the title of tonight's message is Pride and Ignorance. Open with me then to the book of Proverbs chapter 16. And let's look at verse number 18. Whew, I am super excited about tonight as we wrap up this series with number 12 and number 13. Now, number, number 12 is pride, which, of course, in Proverbs 16 and verse 18 says, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Now, uh, this year uh, in March, I think I spent about four weeks in the month of March on the subject of humbling yourself. Uh, if you can go back and uh, look it up on our website or on YouTube or Facebook, Humble Yourself, which talked about uh, living a pride-free life. Um, so I did an entire series on it recently, so I don't want to do a deep dive, but pride as it's revealed in this scripture, is a blessing blocker. Pride is when we think that we are smarter than God. God says, don't do it. And we think, well, it can't be that bad. Pride, let me say it again, is when you and I think that we're smarter than God. It's when we think, well, it doesn't really take all of that. Or, you know, we, we, we've got some other idea. And yet he has just laid his word out before us. And if we obey him, he will cause the full manifestation of his blessing to be experienced in our life. But if we allow pride, it'll rob us from those degrees of manifestation. In James chapter four, verse number six, it says that God gives more grace of course, we remember that grace is when you get something from God that you don't deserve. Well, technically, everything we get from God is his grace. It's undeserved because I don't know about you. I've messed up big time in my life. But notice this scripture in James 4, 6, it says he gives more grace. 
Um, I'd like to think of grace as the manifestation of the blessing. It's God giving you something that you didn't deserve. Uh, it's something good that empowers you and everything God gives you enables you to succeed and prosper in one way or another. So I like to think of grace as the manifestation of the blessing. I'm about to shout, y'all, because, you know, I don't know if I've ever put it in that term. I don't know if I've ever said it that way, that grace is the manifestation of the blessing. Woo, glory. Somebody put that in the comments. So he gives us more manifestation of the blessing. How? Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Let, let, let's slip that new definition in for grace. God resists the proud, but he gives more manifestation of the blessing to the humble. Is there any, I can't hear you shouting right now, but is there anybody that's getting a hold of that? I really believe that's the Holy Ghost. It's not in my notes. So think about it. When we allow pride to rise up in our lives, when, when, when we start to think that we're smarter than God, God said, don't do it. We think, well, it can't be that bad. God gives us clear direction in his word, says, you know, flee fornication. But well, you know, we know that God forgives us all our sins. And, and, and essentially we're functioning in pride and, and, and notice God resists the proud. Well, oh, this is so good. How does God resist the proud? I want you to imagine if I had a, a person help me in an example, you know, somebody coming to me and I'm resisting them by pushing them or keeping them from coming any closer to me. Well, we, we are, as believers, uh, Christians, we, we should be coming to God. He that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. But notice, you're coming to God for help in, in life, but God resists when there's pride in your life. How does he do it? You know, does he put his hands out and try to stop you from coming any closer i believe the way god resists the proud is by not allowing the blessing that he has already spoken over that proud individual from manifesting in their life come on now this explains in us why we haven't walked in the full could it be that god is resisting pride in us and not allowing manifestation of the blessing because God resists the proud, but he gives grace. Manifestation of the blessing to the humble. He, he repeats this in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 5. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another. Be clothed with humility. Why? Because God resists the proud and he gives grace to the humble, to the humble. Now that's two times in the New Testament that God says it. God resists the proud and they're quoting the Old Testament. So it's not the first or second time that God's spoken this. God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Now with that in mind, 
I have through this series just delighted when I when I've seen scriptures that specifically tie a blessing blocker to the blessing. So here's a scripture. Last scripture on the subject of pride, and then we'll go to number 13, which is ignorance. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 5, in the Christian Standard Bible, the Bible said, Jesus said, Blessed are the humble, for they will inherit the earth. Now, I think this is so unique because in now nine or so months, we've not taught the Beatitudes where Jesus stood stood on the mountain and just started declaring the blessing. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed. I mean, you think if we're excited and highly value the blessing, we would take heed and to note what Jesus taught about the blessing. Maybe that's a, a, a spiritual indication of a future uh, Bible study on the subject of the blessing. I don't know uh, what direction we'll go to next. But before we close out this series, we're going to snatch one of the Beatitudes or the blessings that are spoken. Remember, we did an entire series from the, the, the study when Jesus said it to Peter, you are blessed because flesh and blood didn't give you. You got revelation knowledge. And there were several things that we learned there. And so in the same way, he's speaking about blessing. And Jesus says, listen carefully, because this is the connection to pride being a blessing blocker. Why? Jesus said it clear and said it best. Blessed are the humble. In other words, individuals that humble themselves, as we have learned and are learning, they will walk in the full manifestation of the blessing. They will experience a manifestation of God's blessing because blessed are the humble. Is that good? Notice he says that the humble uh, or the humble will inherit the earth. Now, <laughs> we, we, uh, you know, the earth is kind of big, you know, so if I'm humble, like, what do you mean? I'm going to be the owner of the earth. But, you know, what's the more practical revelation and application in my life? You know, we talked about being blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. But what I see from this is that as, as I humble myself under the mighty hand of God, he will allow me to inherit things that belong to me that God has spoken in the earthly places. They're, the, the, the humble are going to inherit in this physical earthly realm. It won't be in the good by and by when we all go to heaven. What a day of rejoicing it will be that he's got a mansion for us in heaven. But when you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, you'll inherit on the earth the manifestation of the things, that, the good things that God has spoken over your life. I'm seeing into the realm of the spirit. There's revelation here for you tonight. 
go with me if you would now uh, to the next part of this. I want to talk about number 13. This is last as we get ready to close this series out. And I want to spend the, the rest of the time on ignorance being a blessing blocker. Let's look at Hosea chapter 4 and uh, verse number 6. Hosea chapter 4 and verse number 6. God says here, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priest for me because you have forgotten the law of your God, I will forget your children. Now this uh, for me is a very, very important passage of scripture because I'm God's people. And as a pastor, I pastor God's people. Uh, we are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Uh, I am one of his shepherds, uh, but you are God's sheep. We are God's people. And so this verse of scripture really hits home because this explains why God's people aren't doing as good as they should. He says, my people are, are being destroyed. First thing that stands out is pride goes before destruction, which again emphasizes the importance of humility. But notice the connection. Uh, of course, pride was, you know, God resisting the proud, meaning you know, God not allowing you to walk in the full manifestation of the blessing because of something going on in your life. In the same way, God is not allowing his people to walk in the full manifestation of the blessing because of what they don't know, what knowledge they've rejected, and what knowledge they've forgotten. Um, and again, this is Bible study night, so I pray that you've, you've got on your student headset, that you're making notes, and, and that these things are, in, are, are making a mark in your heart that can't be erased. Hosea 4 and 6 is a scripture that you want to remember. It'll explain in your life or in my life, when we see anything that doesn't mirror the fullness of the blessing, God says the reason why is because either you lack knowledge, you've rejected knowledge, or you've forgotten knowledge. Let's talk about this. There are a lot of things that we don't know yet here at Faith Family Church. In other words, there's like the next series, there's things that we haven't learned yet, you know? Uh, and so what we don't know has an impact on walking in the full manifestation of it. For example, uh, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, just to recap, he says, as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life and not uh, and, and godliness, but it's he's given it through the knowledge of him by glory and virtue. So it's through knowledge. So if we lack knowledge, we don't know that every vehicle I will ever own has already been given to me by God. Every house that we will ever live in. I mean, that's like new information for somebody watching this right now. 
every manifestation of healing that we ever need has already been every miracle every sign every wonder has already been given to us that that the the the, the half has not been yet told um so there are a lot of things that we don't know yet that's why we come to church to uh, to have the eyes of our understanding be enlightened so that God can reveal to us what we don't know yet. I hope that this encourages you in your pursuit of the knowledge of God. Amen. And we should be praying that God give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Because if we're being destroyed because of what we don't know about him or what we don't know from him, then certainly we should be praying and asking God to give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of our understanding would be enlightened, that we would come to know, that we would come to knowledge. Glory to God. I've been thinking about this lately. Uh, G.I. Joe would say when I watched the cartoons as a kid, and knowledge is half the battle. <laughs> so it's not the whole deal. And essentially, ignorance is lack of knowledge. I mean, you didn't even know. I looked up the word ignorance in the Bible, and it's pretty cool because it talked about, uh, you know, when people commit sins and they didn't know that it was a sin, but it still needed to be atoned for because in the eyes of God, it was wrong. Amen. Bible talks about ignorance, the lack of knowledge. So uh, it, it, it's because it's ignorance, uh, we don't know what we don't know can block the blessing from manifesting the way that it should. So all of the future teaching, all of the future series, all future revelation knowledge that flows, each one unlocks the opportunity for you and I to walk in a greater degree of the blessing of the Lord. But here at Faith Family Church, we have been given much wisdom and revelation already from the Lord. So note the second and third part. I'm not going to really spend much or any time going over ignorance of what we don't know. Just encourage you to keep your ears open and pray that God reveal more to you because there's a connection between walking in the manifestation and not being destroyed because of ignorance. But at Faith Family Church, this is not the average church. <laughs> we just in the past year, I am. There's an excitement on the excited. Keep telling uh, my wife about it. Um, if you will look at circumstances in the natural, I could almost be discouraged about what's going on at Faith Family Church. But at the same time, things don't look great on the outside. On the inside, I can't be more excited about what I'm seeing for you and I in the weeks and months and years that are in front of us. At Faith Family, we're not the average church. We don't play church. I mean, God has entrusted unto us treasures of wisdom and knowledge and revelation from the Lord. Um, this is not a place where we serve baby food. Now, we, we'll chop up the steak enough so the babies can eat it. 
and we'll dice up the potatoes and you know uh, you know the we'll make sure that everybody can eat <laughs> makes me think about uh my 3 year old uh now uh, uh Trey the 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 oldest one the 4 year old he used to eat just right you know table food when he was but I think the older he got, he'd start to look and, no, I don't want that, you know, and hardly even try stuff. But, man, this little one, the three-year-old, he eats everything. <laughs> I mean, it could be hot, spicy. I mean, it could be, I mean, he just eats, he'll eat right off a grown person's plate. Uh, so, but at Faith Family, you know, we deal with the meat of the Word of God. I mean, we tell it straight. Uh, Sister uh, Donna Hess, she said, Pastor, you tell it straight with no chaser. <laughs> Amen. Uh, yeah, so we deal with the rich word of God at Faith Family. And so our issue really isn't on the heavy side of ignorance, but it's really the, the unction that I have for the rest of this message tonight is to challenge you and really warn you because of the kind of church that you and I are a part of, we've got to be on the watch for rejected knowledge and forgotten knowledge because unto whom much is given, much is required. And because of the content that we're putting out by the Holy Ghost, you can't claim ignorance because it was revealed. But that brings in this second and this third category of rejecting what you hear and forgetting what you hear. Ooh, I'm preaching good tonight. If I could, I'd listen to this again. Uh, so this is especially where we are at Faith Family. So pay attention. Now let's get into some real scriptures on this subject. This is where the Bible study really kicks into high gear. Numbers chapter 14, verse 23. It's, uh, God's talking about the people of Israel, his people. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, rejected knowledge, and forgotten knowledge. Listen about what they did. He said, they certainly shall not see the land of which I swore to their fathers, nor shall any of those who rejected me see it. Now in Numbers chapter 14, God had promised them the, the land of Canaan from back at Abraham. And the children of Israel, God's people, are about to go into the promised land. He told them, send out 12 spies, get a lay of the land, come on back. 10 of them brought back an evil report. This verse in Numbers 14, he continues talking about Caleb and, and Joshua. They're going to see the land. But God, because they had tested God 10 times with, with unbelief, really because they rejected him, he said, they're, they're not going to see the land. They're not going to walk in the manifestation of the good things that I've spoken that enabled them to succeed and empowered them to prosper because they rejected me. I, I, I don't want you and I to be in that situation where we don't see 
the full manifestation of the blessing. That's why I'm prophesying to you. I don't know about for you, but because of my obedience, I'm going to obey what the Lord said. And the older I get, and the more I go, the more I will obey and be careful to obey. And I prophesy, you will see me walk in the full manifestation of the blessing of the Lord. But he said, they're not going to walk in the full manifestation. Why? Because they rejected me. When you reject God's word, you are rejecting God. So if I preach on dedicating it and you still continue to not tithe, well, you, 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 you didn't reject just the word of Pastor Stan. You rejected God's word on the subject. You know, it, it's amazing how people really get stuck on that you don't have to tithe part. And they throw the baby out with the bathwater. But then because they rejected what God said through his word, they won't. I don't care how hard they work, how hard they try. You will not walk in the full manifestation if you only take the part you like or the part you want to hear and you don't deal with what God puts on the table. How could you turn, tune your ears off to what God is saying through his word, through your church? Because you don't want to really hear that right now. That's a very dangerous place. That's rejecting the Lord. That's rejecting the word. Let's go on a little bit further. In 1 Samuel chapter 8 and verse number 7, the Lord said to Samuel, Heed the voice of the people and all that they say to you, for they have not rejected you but they have rejected me that I should reign over them. I was really, really, really encouraged by this verse today because what God said to Samuel is, go ahead and do what they say uh, because the, it, it, it's not, he was telling Samuel, it's not an issue about them rejecting you, Samuel. It, don't take it personal. He said, you, you're my messenger. You spoke what I told you to speak. You minister, you taught them what I told you to taught, teach them. But the issue isn't that they rejected you. You know, sometimes I feel rejected uh, just by how the members or visitors or volunteers uh, respond to me or the preaching and teaching uh, of the word uh, at Faith Family. It's like, you know, well, no, I don't want to hear that. Uh, but it's not about me. It's not about you rejecting me. Um, I can't take it personal. Uh, you know, if you're visiting, I make a real mental note of first time visitors. And the whole week I'm prayerful about you. And my hopes is that you'll come back a second time. Well, there's times, many times, where a first time visitor will come. I mean, not, I mean I'm talking about a legitimate, not just talking about visiting with family or friend. I mean, you looking for a church man and the word comes and i'm thinking this is anointed this is great and they don't come back well i feel a little bit of rejection i don't take it personal no i mean it could be that, that this is not the place that god has assigned them to be um but notice god speaks to the man of god to help him so that he doesn't process this improperly he says it's not about you samuel they didn't reject you they rejected me. So as your pastor, as one who's in spiritual authority, when I deliver unto you what's uh, thus saith the Lord, uh, 
um, please don't think that it's just me, that I'm just talking out of my mind. I sat before the Lord. I prayed before the Lord to give me these verses of scripture to give to you as I do each and every time. Whoo, there's something coming Sunday. You don't want to miss it. Oh, it was off the chart. I mean, the Lord gave it to me. I mean, I'm really, really excited about it. scriptures I wasn't even thinking about as it relates to understanding Babel, but it's good. It's going to be great. So I'll look to see you on Sunday morning. Let's go on to the next one. Uh, 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 23. And again, roll up your sleeves. This is this is Bible school tonight. In 1 Samuel 15, 23, it says that rebellion is the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you. Now, again, this deals with what Hosea was prophesying. He said, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge, but because they rejected knowledge. And listen here. He says that rebellion, that means you know what to do, but you refuse to do it. Right? Stubbornness. You know what to do, but you're being stubborn and you won't do it. He says that's a bad situation. And he explains rebellion and stubbornness, calling it rejection of what God has instructed. A parent tells a child, do this, don't do that. The child does the opposite of what the parent tells the child. In other words, the child rejected what the parent said. That can't be good. <laughs> y'all got to help me he said because you have rejected the word of the lord again I, that's my assignment is the minister to you the best so again it ain't personal you are rejecting the lord when you reject his word that's why these 13 things as blessing blockers cannot be taken lightly because god has laid it out line upon line and scripture upon scripture so don't reject the word of the lord and he said, because you've rejected the word of the Lord, I'll reject you. Now, how does God reject us or how does God resist us? By not allowing us to walk in the full manifestation of what he has already spoken over our lives from before the foundation of the world. That's how God rejects you. By not allowing the full manifestation to happen in your life, in this life. Let's go a little bit forward. In Luke chapter 7, verse 30, it says, Luke 7, verse 30, it says, But the Pharisees and lawyers rejected the will of God for themselves, not having been baptized by him. Now, oh man, so uh, I believe this is talking about John the Baptist. The Pharisees didn't allow themselves to be baptized by John. Let me just pause for a moment because you've seen all these scriptures about rejected, rejected, rejected. This is a Bible study. Um, so I just looked up the word reject or rejected because the Bible said my people are destroyed because of, of rejecting knowledge. And so I just looked up how many places, where is it used and what does it say about it? And look how rich this is. There's 44 different times the word rejected is used in the Bible that I, I, I researched. And notice what we glean from this. The Pharisees and the lawyers rejected the will of God for their life. Who's online tonight? 
and you've rejected the will of God for your life. Don't do that. Accept God's will for your life. Don't reject God's will for your life. By rejecting God's will for your life, you will cut off walking in the full manifestation of the blessing. Then in Luke chapter 17, verse 25, it says, but first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. Be rejected by this generation. Talking about Jesus. Um, we're living in a generation that rejects Jesus. They, they cut prayer out of schools and a lot of other things. And we're in a generation that has reject him. Don't be a part of that generation that rejects Jesus. He and his word are inseparable. And then I'll conclude rejection or rejected knowledge with Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 17. And I get excited because this one links the blessing in a direct connect of verse of scripture. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 17, it says, for you know that afterward when he had wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected for he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. Uh, from Hebrews 12, way long time ago, when we studied Jacob's ladder, we understood Jacob and Esau. And the reason why they're in the New Testament is because Jacob highly valued the blessing and Esau devalued the blessing. And then when he wanted to walk in the manifestation, the full manifestation of the blessing, it was too late because he had rejected, uh, uh, because he had, he had devalued it. So notice the blessing and rejection in one verse. So what am I saying to you tonight? Rejecting, rejected knowledge will block the blessing, okay? So ignorance, rejection, and forgetting. This is my final admonition. You and I have inherited the blessing of the Lord. So don't reject the words of the Lord that come to you through myself and uh, the pastoral team, anyone that we bring in to minister the gospel at faith family, as we are connected together as a faith family, um, don't reject the word of the Lord, receive it, accept it. Uh, because if you do, you'll miss out on some degree of the manifestation of the blessing. Amen. All right, let's deal with the last part of this, and that's forgotten knowledge. So again, there's two major parts for uh, this last blessing blocker. Lack of knowledge at Faith Family, we've, we've been given so much, and we really need to be stewards over what we have and pray for greater revelation. Uh, so lack of knowledge is not, you know, is, is not our focus. But what we really need to focus on is what have you heard preached at faith family that you've rejected? OK, and then what have you heard preached at faith family that you have forgotten? And not just faith family, but any word that you receive from God. So let's deal with this last aspect of forgotten knowledge in the book of James, chapter one. Verse number 25, it says, 
But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This one will be blessed in what he does. Oh, man, that's so that is so good. I mean, here you got uh, forgetting knowledge in a scripture with the blessing, which confirms again that forgetting knowledge is a blessing blocker. I mean, this is biblical stuff here. So notice he says the person who looks and continues, they look in the word and they continue in the word and they're because they look and they continue, they're not forgetful. You know, sometimes I forget the points that I preach from Sunday. I mean, I'll be reading my chapter and I'll try to figure out now what point was I making, right? Or I'll try to recall different series. I mean, this is kind of weird, but it, it, it next week when we're going on to a different subject or next month or two, three months from now, I'm going to be honest, I'll have to go back and look at the notes to find out or to remember what the 13 blessing blockers were. You know, I, I, I'm not a computer, you know, be great. I've got a really smart mind. I'm, I'm, you know, I thank God he's given me intelligence. It's really because of him. Uh, and I want to be even smarter. Right. But I, I don't keep a lot. Um, what am I saying? We, we've got to look at it and keep looking at it so that we don't forget it. And with the things that God has given us over time, it's important to look at it and keep looking at it so that we don't forget it because it's the one who doesn't forget it that will be blessed. What do you mean blessed? We're already blessed as we can be. He's talking about walking in the manifestation of the blessing. Second <laughs> Peter chapter one, verse 13 says it this way. Yay. I think it meet as long as I am in this tabernacle to stir you up by putting you in remembrance. Peter's talking to the church that, that he's connected to. And he says, as long as I'm alive in this body, I'm going to keep reminding you of different things that the spirit of God has given us over time. And that's my job as a pastor. You know, maybe you weren't here. I know so many of you weren't a small uh, remnant of us that have that go way, way back. But maybe you weren't here during the first, you know, outpouring of blessing blockers. You know, I'm going to tell you right now, I have it in my heart to re-preach, get out and stay out, talking about getting out of debt and staying out of debt. I know there are people that have rejected that word from the Lord. FA family, they don't believe that you need to do it debt free. And, and they don't believe, you know, that it's that big a deal. Well, you know, I don't know when the Lord's going to have me do it, but I, I already have a directive from the Lord that we as a congregation need to wrap our hearts, our minds, our resources around living a debt-free life. So it's my assignment, like it is for Peter, to stir you up every now and then about putting you in remembrance. This blessing blocker series will not be forgotten because I'm going to remind you that there's things that can block the flow of blessing or the manifestation thereof. Second Peter chapter three, verse one and two. He said, beloved, I now write to you the second epistle in both of which I stir up your 
put pure minds by way of reminder. How many of y'all like those little reminder notes on the Apple app? I don't use it, but you know, I have other things that remind me from time to time that I got this appointment or got that. And Peter says to the people, I'm gonna remind you, and I'm gonna stir up your pure mind by reminding you, by reminders. Verse two says, so that you may be mindful of words or of the words which were spoken by the holy prophets and the commandment of us, the apostles and the, the, the um, of the Lord and Savior. So he says, I'm going to put you in remembrance so that you can be mindful and not forget those those prophetic words that were spoken. And then last but not least, Hebrews chapter two and verse number one it says therefore we ought to give the most earnest heed the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard lest at any time we should let them slip this is a long series 14 weeks on one subject that's a lot of information 13 different blessing blockers I haven't even committed them all to memory and I'm the teacher so what am I challenging you the Bible says if we don't act diligently and give the more earnest heed to what is spoken to us by the Holy Ghost we could let it slip so I challenge you see my people God said are destroyed because of what they don't know what they've heard but rejected but then also what they've heard but they forgot so don't leave this series and put it behind you and forget from time to time i'm, I'm making it a, a personal point to be ever reminded that the full manifestation of the blessing being experienced in my lifetime depends on keeping these blessing blockers out of my life. So from time to time, I'll need to remind myself and get myself stirred up. Well, that's all I got for you. Wasn't this a great series? Woo, come on, lift your hands and thank God. Yeah, it doesn't matter who's around you. Just come on, lift your hands. Thank the Lord. Father, we just thank you for what a powerful series. Wow, this has been so very good. Thank you for the technology that allows us to go back from time to time and hear some of these things that you've already spoken. But Lord, we pray that you've written this word in our hearts. And that as we live out our days over the next weeks and months to come, that we will be ever reminded by the Holy Spirit of not allowing a blessing blocker to keep us from full manifestation. We're excited about what comes next. Whatever you would for us, we're open to it. And we thank you, Father, for this great privilege. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. So many of you all, Nakia Parks is on, and Brother Malcolm Prophet, uh, Lawanda Bass, praise God. Uh, we love you guys. Hey, listen. So next Tuesday's my birthday. I'm taking Wednesday off, okay? I'm not preaching. There'll be no preaching. Everybody can take a break, do something to celebrate. Uh, I don't know. Well, just enjoy your Wednesday night next week. Uh, there'll be no preaching, and then I'll be back to preach again. 
that following Wednesday, of course. And of course, we have service on this Sunday. I'm looking forward to continuing understanding Babel. Uh, we'll keep that going through August, August 1st, August 8th and beyond. We'll see how far we go with it. Um, I do believe that I've got something special uh, for the end of August. Uh, so I may be able to make an announcement about that on Sunday. Uh, and then I was gently reminded and admonished not to let you go without blessing you. I did it two weeks in a row and I could tell you what happened. I, I, I was out of town and I just simply lost my pattern and uh, I missed two weeks of speaking a blessing over you. So uh, before I want you, before I let you go, I want to pray a sinner's prayer just in case you're watching today and you don't know Lord, the Lord Jesus. And then I want to speak a blessing over everybody as well. So if that's you and you don't know Jesus Christ, we want you to know that God loves you. He drew you into this moment. God is near to you and he's offering you Jesus to be your Lord and your Savior. If you believe in your heart that he is the son of God, and if you confess with your mouth that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. You'll be born again. You'll go to heaven when you die. I want to invite you to pray this prayer. Mean it from your heart and God will save you right now and you'll become a part of his family. Say it out loud. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you today to give you my life. I do believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that he died for me, bearing my sins for me. They put him in a grave, but I believe he's alive. You raised him from the dead. Come into my heart. Save me from my sins. Lord, I repent of all my sins, and I accept your offer of forgiveness. Thank you, Father, for saving me and making heaven my home. I also ask for you to give me the Holy Spirit to help me through life and especially to help me in prayer. I receive him today and my heavenly prayer language in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Welcome to Faith Family. We encourage you to get into a good church like Faith Family. Come on, stay connected, be a part, and we know that you'll walk in greater manifestations of God's blessing. I speak this blessing over every person who's journeyed with me through this series. May you begin to experience greater degrees of God's blessing upon your life in Jesus name. May the full manifestation of his blessing be revealed to you and through you in this lifetime. You are blessed of the Lord in Jesus name. You receive that? Amen. Amen. We'll see you next time. We'll see you on Sunday.